Hello! This is the Mind of the Modern Man podcast, episode two. I'm KP, and in this episode, John and I are going to talk about how we find time to pursue our passions that may not be involved with family or work. Some call it hobbies, some call it pastimes. Either way, how does a modern man with a job, family, home, and kids find time? Matt isn't with us this time because... Well, uh, he, he just couldn't find the time. Remember, you can listen to all our episodes and read our articles we're posting many times a week on mindofthemodernman.wordpress.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, into the mind of the modern man. Let's go. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing good, KP. How you doing, man? Life is good. Uh, life is good. good. You know, I'm sitting in the dark recording a podcast with you because this is the time that I find to be able to do this project. <laughs> it is 9.42 p.m. on the East Coast, and it is 6.42 on the West Coast right now. Yeah, where, where you are. I don't think we've ever actually established that we're kind of a bi-coastal podcast. Is that a thing? Like, do we have the, the, the market cornered on that? Does anybody else do a long-distance podcast like we do? My guess is there's definitely people in L.A. and New York who do it together. You're probably right. Yeah. I just want just going for that special thing. But yeah, and, but here we are. Here you are at night yep. in a dark room. It's sunny out where I am, but you know, it's, it's the dinner hour. So, you know, I've, I've got to squeeze in some time before I uh, head downstairs and, and have some, something to eat with the kids. So there you go. So we're trying to figure it out. Now we can talk yeah. a little bit about, um, this actually, this, it's funny. This topic actually came from someone went to our website and filled out the contact form and asked how the hell does the someone in their forties with all these things to do in their lives have time for anything like this. And it's funny because this is kind of like our fifth project that we're all have in our lives compared to some other things. Like for instance, Matt's not here tonight because Matt is directing a play. And so he's off at rehearsal and not able to make it here with us. But, you know, I mean, I spent a lot of my life, my twenties and my thirties doing pretty much every hobby I could, you know, everything from baseball card collecting, uh, to star Wars collectibles, um, you know, playing softball oh, yeah. every night of the week with different leagues or different companies. Um, then I was into, and you and I were in it together. We were in, you know, community theater too, which was rehearsals every night and every weekend. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's great when you're single and you it, have time. Exactly. So it filled every minute of my day. But then it became, okay, well, now I met my wife. And then you become married and you've got responsibilities and then kids show up and then there's even more responsibilities. So how do you find those things? Yeah, it didn't really, I didn't really have that time problem until, until the kids came along and all of a sudden it was like, whoa, you know. There's, there's a lot of time involved with this little guy. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, I mean, we, I guess we should talk a little difference. I mean, to me, community theater was very much a hobby. It was very much yeah. something that I did for fun. It was my social outlet. It's where my a lot of my closest friends came from. Uh, but you... And a creative outlet for you, too. Absolutely. And, I, I, you know, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I remember when Allison and I uh, got engaged that we decided that we were going to... Um, you know, I was in a play at the time. I was I was doing a show. I was thinking I was doing Guys and Dolls. And I remember being on stage and thinking, I wonder what she's doing right now. And ah. for the first time, that was like the first time in 20-something years of a show that I was not into the show. And, really? I, and that my, ma my mind was somewhere else. And I knew that this was something <laughs> that I would rather be with her right now 
than than be doing what I'm doing now. Um, that's cool. You and, never told me that before. I like that story. Yeah, I mean, and that's really when it came to me that I knew. All right, so maybe this isn't what what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Um, huh. But for, again, for me, it was a hobby. I never had any inclinations of doing it beyond that. You, on the other hand, have been a musician since they first put your parents first, first put that guitar in your hand. Um, <laughs> you know, and you were you were strumming, and your brother was plinka plinking on the drums, and yeah. and. Um, but this is this is your vocation. This is your passion. What you're doing. So it's a totally different animal on your side. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and my mom says the first time that I was on stage, I was in utero. It was uh, she was pregnant with us, uh, like a. Well, because you're you're a twin, so I guess we should put that yeah. out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and my brother. Um, but uh, but she was pregnant, and she went up on stage. My dad was a musician too. Um, it's kind of like that curse that gets passed around. But, you you uh, wrote about that actually in the piece that's on the website about Father's Day. Uh, yeah. You wrote a little bit about your dad doing that. So if if you're if you're listening to this now, go check out the website because uh, read John's post on Father's Day. It's got some interesting pieces about that too. That's cool. Yeah. It's um. But you're right. It's I mean that it's what I do, and I go in and out. It's it's definitely cyclical. So you know when I'm not doing you know I, when I'm not doing music, I'm also doing consulting, and that's like a nine to five job but I don't completely turn off the music thing. So I'll be going out to gigs near San Diego and, or, you know, um, you know, rehearsing and, and, and writing and writing sessions and stuff. And it's just making time and moving time around. Yeah. And so how do you do that? How do you answer the question of yeah. how do you find the time? Yeah. Um, I, I schedule time within time and I'm, I'm lucky for what I'm doing. It's, it's a little bit, you know, it's it's a little bit out of the ordinary in the sense that like I've, I've, I do the consulting thing, but it's, you know, it, I can start off at uh, 8, 8 a.m. And, and go until 10 p.m. at night with it, you know, going in and out of it because I work from home. So working from home is a huge um, benefit for it. All right. So there's benefit um, number one for chasing benefit your dream, from <laughs> work from home. If you can. Yeah. So that way, you know, I, I can I can make time for for writing and for rehearsing while I'm at home, you know, and, and still keep on, on point with what I'm doing with the consulting thing. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's one thing. Um, but yeah, but then I'm on the road for music. Sometimes I'll be leaving when everybody's coming home and having dinner, I'm on my way out the door. Um, but it's one of those things where I, I don't think twice about it. Um, maybe I should, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I should be a little bit more, you know, sorrowful, but normally I'm like packing the car and I'm like, all right, see you guys later. But you know, for me, it's important for them to also see like, Hey, I've got something that I do. This you're, is something. Right. You're on task yeah, at that time. You're on task. You're, this I'm is, a, yeah. this is your job. This is what I'm doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah, if I'm going to a session at night, sometimes I'll do a session till twelve or one in the morning with my buddy, and uh, you know that next morning when I'm getting the kids ready for school, that that hurts, man. But you know, it's <laughs> but you can't let it show. Making time, yeah. <laughs> that and that's the thing I'm working on is is not letting it show, not not getting so pissed off, you know, when like the little things. It's the little things that set you off, man. Yeah, I, you know, and we do have to do things that are kind of off schedule and you kind of say, well, if I want to do this, then I know I'm going to be hurting the next day. And so that's just something that I put myself out to. Um, yeah. you know, I mean for now, you know, when, uh, I got married, I moved about an hour, hour and a half away from most of my close, uh, friend base. 
Yeah. So to see them, it's not as easy as just meeting down the street in 15 minutes. It's it's a project. It's at least an hour drive for somebody in one direction or another. And so yeah. I know that, you know, dinner time might be at 830 to go meet the friends so I can get the kids to bed. And and those are just kind of the changes. Like if, if I want to make it work, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it work. So, for instance, this project here, the, the Modern Man Project, you know, we're doing... I'm staying up late. I got the whole family to bed. Um, you know, I spend time with my wife and when she falls asleep, I'll pull the laptop out and I'll start writing some articles or doing some editing or finding some graphics or what have you. And, and I think that that's kind of my, my way of, of being able to stay into these hobbies, you know? So I, yeah. I my, my hobbies really focus on this type of stuff. Uh, the TV, you know, the TV website, two cents.com or two cents TV.com it's something I can do again at night so I can record these shows and are on Hulu or Netflix or whatever and watch them on my own schedule. Once I've spent my time with the family, I you have, watch your stuff at night, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not watching live. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to take the job where I would have to recap things live as they happened because there's not always a guarantee. Uh, I'm pretty sure that every time I have to be somewhere, the, the kids are always asleep between seven and seven thirty, unless yeah. I have something to do at night. If I have something seven, that I need to do at night at eight o'clock, they won't fall asleep till nine. They, they <laughs> know even the little one, the one year old, she knows she's like, I am just not going to go to sleep tonight. And, uh, and you're in charge of that. Yeah. And it's interesting. I, I went to go yeah. see, um, wonder woman with a friend a couple of weeks ago. And I said, all right, well, I'll meet you for the nine forty-five movie. Now, when kids are asleep at seven, you're guessing that that's pretty safe. You're going to be able to make that. There's no time. At nine ten, I still had my daughter in my arms trying to get her to fall asleep. And, oh, wow. and uh, you know, they just know. <laughs> so, yeah. so it just, you have to find ways to work around it. Now, see, you're touching on something that's also like the modern man, like the, you know, w you and I both have kids and d actually do, do a lot of your friends have kids or no? I would say most of them. Yeah. Okay. So then they know that like they're, they're there, they, you know, they, they understand where you are. So, um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Um, the music world doesn't. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, there aren't a lot of people, uh, musicians that I work with that have kids. Um, one of my main writing partners does. So that's, that's actually like a breath of fresh air. You know, we, like we both get it. You Understand know, like you the battle. Time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, um, uh, but it's interesting that you were saying that you're in charge of putting the kids down, even when you have somewhere to go at night. Like that's, right. that's tough, man. And that's my like choice. You know, so I do consulting too. I do a lot of uh, marketing consulting and there'll yeah. be times that I have to be there directly after my full-time job or, you know, it's a six o'clock meeting or whatever. And those are the nights, obviously I don't put the kids to bed. So those are nights that we work it out. And, um, but when it comes to something more social, now, so I wouldn't consider your music social. Your music, again, is your job. It has social aspects, it, but you're right. But it's a vocation. I mean, that's it's, that's yeah. how you have to look at it. You, you've got an that's investment in it in time. You've got an investment in it in passion and, and money, money for and sure. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this is definitely something that you are investing in as a... But for me this is going to help pay the bills. So we make it work. And we, cause yeah. the reason I like doing bedtime is because, uh, she works from home on the farm. And so she's got the kids with her all day, every day 
for me then okay. to say, hey, could you also watch them all night? That's kind of tough. For, that is tough. For, for both the partnership, but also for me wanting to spend a little bit of time with the kids. No, that's true. I know. And I mean, I get it. I think I, you know, my wife and I, like, we, we do a good job of, of kind of balancing that on and off. She, she has a full-time job. She works, um, it's in LA terms, it's close by, but it'll still take you an hour and a half to get there in the morning. <laughs> right. You know, but it's, it's um, right down the street. See you tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You're locked up, you know, there's, you can't get there from here. Um, but so, so I, that's, so my role is, is the morning drop off. And then, you know, she and I usually try to do it together when we can, or take turns at night when we put the, the kids down. But that's an aspect of the modern man also that like, you know, like we're in there, you know, we're, right. we're, you know, we're taking care of the kids. We're carting them. That's, it's part of our job. It's, it's not just a woman's job. Like the guys are in there too. And you know, you know I, and I don't know if commuting is, is a big a thing anymore. So, you know, when I was growing up, my dad, he liked to play softball. He was a, I mean, that guy could hit a home run freaking anytime he wanted to. So he played on these different teams, but he worked, um, an hour and a half away from home. And so, Mm. you know, we never saw him in the morning when we woke up because he was already gone. And by the time he got home, it was time for bed, uh, you know, which is tough. Um, you know, but he always made it to every Cub Scout meeting. He always made it to every little That's league cool. game. He always made it to whatever he could. And I know that that took away from what he wanted to be doing. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, that's when, you know, you're, you're changed. So, you know, you look at, all right. So why I don't collect baseball cards anymore. Why? Because, well, I have no money and they don't, <laughs> I don't do the star Wars collectibles anymore. Cause I don't have the money or the space for that either. So that's fine. That's what this new life brought to me. I don't do theater yeah. anymore, even though I absolutely loved it, because I just don't have the time. And it's not that I don't have the time. I choose to do something else with that time. Yeah, because if you wanted to, you could schedule to do it. It would not be easy, you know, to add things. You know, it never is. Right. But if, you know, and, and, and it is about scheduling and and that is, and it's also a discussion with your partner, man. It's and you like, know, it, it's not stamp collecting. If you do anything that's performing yeah. arts, when you get down to it and you get down to the brass tacks, I'm sure it's the same thing when you've got a gig. But if you've got a show, you're the last two weeks before the show, you're rehearsing pretty much every night. Then, I wish it was like that. <laughs> and, and, and then once yeah. once the show comes for a play, you're in three to four to five weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, you're done. Yeah. Don't don't ask yeah. me to cut the grass. Don't ask me to go grocery shopping because I've got all of these things that I have to do. It's all of your energy. It's all of your time. It's all of your focus. And for me, that no longer was a priority. That, that yeah. was a hobby that I didn't need. To, will I go back to it? I think in some kind of way. I think what I'd like to do is maybe like teach some kind of theater class, audition classes yeah. or theater skills, like at the local community center, just to kind of get back into the world of it a little bit, you know, once my kids like are that. a little bit older. But for now, I, I, I just, it's not a priority. I think that's to answer the question of the, the reader who submitted it my answer is how do you make time for your hobbies is I prioritize. Yeah. And I think that's the key is that, well, these two or three different things that I used to do just don't prioritize in my life anymore. 
And that's and that's interesting. And and your your kids are how old? Three and one. Yeah, so that's crunch time, man. And like I'm at seven and four and a half, and like they've become you know much more independent. There's less time involved in like the intricacies, you know. And then there's a lot more things where like we drop them off at school, and they're and they're gone for a good part of the day. But again, if you're like we were saying before, if you're working for the whole day and you're coming home, then you really don't know the difference of what's going on. Right. Uh, but if, if your wife is not, you know, watching them while she's working the farm during the day and she, and they're at school, they're at like, you know, nursery school and that stuff, then that alleviates a lot of, you know, of, of her, um, I don't want to say strain because it has a negative connotation, but you know, the amount of time that she's spending with the kids so that, you know, there's a little bit more, you know, um, give and take scheduling wise, but yeah, but, but that's also an amazing time, like three and one, like you, it's, it's a marvelous, wonderful time that you want to be there for everything. You want to experience all those firsts when they happen. Right. You know, exactly. I dropped, uh, our son off for school for the first time last week, uh, like a summer preschool, preschool, yeah, um, a pre preschool. And, <laughs> and, um, you know, like I'm so fortunate that I had a, have a job that I can go in a half hour late if I have to for them or, um, you know, to be able to, like you said, to be a part of that stuff. And to me, a hobby just wouldn't get in that way. But I also think, um, you know, to spend maybe the last few minutes of this conversation talking about how it is important to do, to, to find those things. So to be in your forties, but not let, your work responsibilities and your family responsibilities be all consuming and make it so that you forget to be your own person also that you're not just daddy. You're not just a husband. You're not just employee, whatever, but you know, I'm, I'm KP. I like to do, I like to watch television. I like to read. I like to review television. I like to do fantasy baseball. And so I make sure that I make time to do those things. We're so over scheduled these days to begin with, like everybody. And it's, and it's, and it's that whole switch, you know, bait and switch where, you know, like a a phone that you can have your emails, you can be on the road, you can look at stuff. It should make it that you can go anywhere. You can do anything and, you know, have all this leisure time, but it's quite the opposite. You're working more, you're, you're available no matter where you go. I mean, even Um, now look at us, right? So, so you're in your house at yeah. six, whatever PM. Uh, yeah. my, and my I'm, kids are yelling in the background. And I'm right. And so you've got, you know what I mean? Like, like you're, we're not in a recording studio. This is real. <laughs> this is yeah. really what we're doing. I'm in my laundry this room. This is real life. Man. And you're in your office and yeah. you know, I've got the kids monitor in front of me watching <laughs> yeah. them on the video monitor, waiting to see what happens. Because let me tell you something, no matter what my job is, it's not going to be anywhere near as taxing as what my wife goes through on a daily basis on this farm. So I it's need, cool. I need her to sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, I can function on six hours of sleep doing my desk job, doing marketing. Uh, you cannot right. function on six hours of sleep doing the physical, especially now when it's 80, 90 degrees out every day, you yeah. know? And, and so, um, it's important to me that I'm kind of like the sleep monitor, it's, I, I put myself in charge of making sure everybody sleeps. But even while we're doing this, there's a good chance at some point that one of your kids is going to come running in your room <laughs> and, 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 and let you know that there was a frog skipping through the grass outside or something that was vitally important to them. Or, you know, my three-year-old could all of a sudden have a nightmare or my one-year-old could poop herself yeah. awake at any minute. 
and, and, you know, but that's the reality of what we do is that, yes, yeah. we're making time right now for us to do this. But I mean, Matt is doing his job right now. So Matt wasn't available. So we made the it's decision, cool. you know what, we can do a couple two man podcasts. So let's do that too. Yeah, no, that's true. We've got the tools, man. You know, and for what I was saying, you know, about the iPhone, like being a negative thing, it's, it's an extremely positive tool for me too. Like that dictaphone feature on there. Like I'm constantly writing into it. I'm taking notes into it wherever I am. So like, it's, it's like when inspiration hits, you know, you're not looking for a pen and a paper. It's there. You can sing into it, you know? Right. And then that commute, you know, when I am on the road, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm listening, I'm analyzing, I'm practicing music and I'm, and everything in the car, like it's not wasted time. Like you, you, like, I think you had mentioned this before, like the time that you do have, you, you work with a little bit wiser, or at least you try to, but, but then sometimes you want to like crack open a beer, sit back and be like, holy crap, what's going on with my life right now? <laughs> <laughs> I just want a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just sit here for like five minutes without somebody bothering me? And I don't and want, and I don't want to be asked what the beer is and I don't want to be asked <laughs> why they can't have it. Yeah. I just want a cold beer. And deescalate some, you know, huge conflict that's going on. You know, I've got two boys and that happens constantly. And I'm, you know, and then when you get down to the seed of their argument, you're like, really? Come on. You know, but now I need I another my, beer. Yeah, and another beer. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to breathe, you know. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. But, you know, so I guess what we've we've kind of come through so far is that priority is key. Yeah. Um, but what I would say from what I hear and from having, you know, obviously known you the, the better part of our lives is that, um, you know, you have a support system. Um, you know, for, for all your passion that you have for your music, there's no way, no matter what you would prioritize for, that unless you had a support system, unless your kids, unless your wife, um, your job ability was able to support what it is that you're doing, there's no way you'd be able to do it. Yeah, there's no way. And so that and that's, that's a key thing, too, is that, you know, my wife knows that that playing, you know, to her, fantasy baseball is Dungeons and Dragons in sports and she knows and she rolls no her difference. eyes and she giggles at me when uh you know the auction day comes once a year and we all gallivant off somewhere and spend an entire day with these nine guys um you know putting our fake players on or our real players on fake teams um you know but she she knows how much i love it and so yeah. she's supportive you're skipping, of it. you're skipping to the car at that point yeah, we actually call it Christmas. We all call each other first thing in the morning uh, and say Merry Christmas, <laughs> and um, you know we, we go awesome. and draft our teams. and And I don't want to talk about it now because I'm in ninth place out of ten, and it kind of hurts a little bit. Um, but like she's supportive of that. She knows once a year that she's just going to look the other way and and know that that Saturday <laughs> I'm not around to help, and, and it's okay. Like I don't have it's a, okay. I, I'm not guilt tripped about it. It's right. just, it's okay. But at the we same all need time, breathing space. Yeah. But at the same time, I got to be honest about it. Like what yeah. I used to, the, one of the problems I used to run into is I'd say, you know what? This is only going to take like five hours. I'll be back in five hours. I'll be back for dinner. <laughs> and then wait, how long does it take if it's not five hours? I think then, you know, then it takes like seven. <laughs> does it take seven hours? to well, do an it? Hour, well, three hours of it is driving probably. Oh, um, okay, okay. To and from the different areas. But 
you know, honesty goes a long way with that kind of thing. You get the support if you continue to be honest about it. That's a great point. Yeah. And if you sit there and you say, oh, yeah, five hours and it's seven, eight every time and you're still saying five hours, you're doing yourself a great injustice. Right. All right. So we got um, maybe one or two minutes left here, John. Yeah. If you're in an elevator and someone says to you, hey, man, I love Mind of the Modern Man. How the hell do you have time to do that with all of your hobbies, all of your jobs, all of your kids, all of your family? How the hell do you find the time to do that? What is your elevator speech answer? Scheduling. There it is. Yeah. Prioritizing time within the time. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. What about you? What's your elevator? Yeah. Prioritize. 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 You know, I I mean, in all reality, we we had planned to record this tonight. And if one of my kids was sick, it wouldn't happen. Nope. You know, because I'd like, I wouldn't say, Hey honey, I need you to take care of the sick kids because you know, tonight's podcast night, <laughs> but we would move it, you know, and we that's, would move and that's it. the thing. We'd find a way. Maybe that's the other part of it. It's scheduling time within time with flexibility. I, I think, I think we kind of just hit on it. The answer would be right. you find a way. <laughs> that's not, it's not really reassuring, but it's going to have to do for today. No, you find a way you make it happen. If you yeah. really want to do this, you can find a way and you will make it happen. That's a great point, man. All right. Well, John, uh, good conversation. And, Likewise. And why don't you take us home? Remember, you can always find more of our stories at mindofthemodernman.wordpress.com and on social media. And like my father used to always say, it's not the years, it's the mileage. <laughs>